Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, the Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Okay, welcome back to Mr. Zerlbin on Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. It's your boy Pod Drew, as usual, as always, and it is finally here. I wasn't looking forward to it because, you know, like I've been saying, this means football season, NFL, NFL season is basically over at this point. But it is time for the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is this Sunday. Are they doing it on Sunday still? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This Sunday. Super Bowl 51, the Atlanta Falcons v. New England Patriots. We're going to have to talk all about it. But, yeah, it's a sad day because NFL is basically over. Even, I don't even always count the Super Bowl. Like It's like its whole own thing. You guys know what I mean? Yeah, it's not really a game, if that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, no. It tends to go by really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the halftime show takes way too much space. You yep. know what I mean? Right. Sometimes there's like blackouts during the halftime show. Yeah. It's, or, it's, or or during yeah. the game even actually. Uh, but that's Chiefs and Marv, of course, you're hearing from. And yeah. uh, with that nickname, if it's the first episode you've listened to here, maybe just jumping on board, Mister Zerovin, to get get our Super Bowl pick. But uh, you can probably tell by his nickname, uh, Cheesehead, that he's not uh, too pleased with this this current Super Bowl we had. No. You wanted it to go a different way. Yeah, my season ended two weeks ago mm-hmm. on that uh, fateful Sunday. And, and NFC uh, Championship. Yeah. I'm pretty much checked out. I could care less about this game. <laughs> so that's a good setup for this whole episode about the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> one of one of the co-hosts is checked out entirely. Being a real bummer about it. <laughs> now what about you yeah, over sure. there, E-Nam? You're the other co-host, of course, in the studio here, the Cube. What are your thoughts? Are you checked out on this season? Or are you looking forward to this game? Because your team also lost to Mars team three mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. We're, we're in that lineage there. Um, yeah, it's your boy, Young Wardrobe Malfunction. Uh, just <laughs> throwback. Right in here. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about this. I really like. I, I really like watching the Patriots. They're always very good. And I'm from the South, so I got to ride for Atlanta. This is gonna be fun for me. Wait, this is so. Wait, wait. But Tom Brady is your number one man. Mm-hmm. The number yep. one man oh, yeah. in your life. Yep. So Le- LeBron James is the love of my life, but yeah. Okay, yeah. it's basketball season. That's why. But other, you know, the the, the couple months before yeah. the NBA starts, Tom Brady's your number one. Tom Brady's my boo. So Tom what Brady's are you bad. doing here? Is does the South? Does the fact that you're from the South outweigh the fact that Tom Brady is your number one man? Yeah. And does the all the South just ride for each other? You know, I mean, different city. You're not from Georgia. Yeah. You, you wouldn't get it. I, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to understand. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it. Eric. It's true. We have three different perspectives here. We don't get uh, a lot of Drew, stuff. Drew's from the Midwest. That's right. I'm from the East Coast. I'm originally from New York, and you're the Southern guy. So you got to help mm-hmm. us understand this. Here. We don't get a lot of stuff in the South, and also like when you were young, like the Braves games were the only games you could see on TV because right. of TNT. Um, okay. We don't get a lot of stuff. When something good happens for the South, it happens for the whole South. Do it for the culture. Okay. Unless you're going up against each other? Right. So, like, that Saints here. Ain't, ain't right. nobody in Arkansas is a Saints fan. Except when they won the Super Bowl, everyone in Arkansas was a Saints okay. fan. All right, I get that. Interesting. Are you guys like that in the Midwest? No. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, no I mean, uh, no, Midwest is not like... If if uh, it's your uh, it's your team or it's your maybe like a statewide thing like if it's like like college. Cincinnati, no, I mean I mean for professional sports wise, definitely not. Cincinnati okay. would never root for Cleveland, vice versa. And that's yeah, I mean city. if it's a rival city, but, but there's a lot of the South. But even if it's not a rival city, like you know, uh, people in Cleveland don't care about like the Bears or something. That's or, what I was or it's like NFC yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. teams. Like it's not a rival. It's not anything. And there, there's not like a Midwest kind of, um, I don't, I don't know what the Southern family is, but oh, like yeah, a, like, like a, a cousin thing or something. Yeah, no, not not that type of culture that, okay. out there. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm from I'm from Cleveland, so it's not, it's kind of like Midwest, East. I, I don't know, like way up where your Packers are and Minnesota and all that. 
maybe it's a little different out there. I don't think so, though. But I don't think it is either. Not in that regard, at least. But a rooting interest in terms of countrywide, scale macro here for the whole country, <laughs> or for the world, whatever. Uh, obviously, a lot of division in our time right now, but uh, are most people, I would think, going to be rooting for the Falcons in this one? Like all the Southerners and everywhere else, because of the who they're playing. The I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Just because it's the Patriots, I think the Patriots is just, you know, all the cheating things that have come out in the past, and and then Tom Brady, it's either you love him or you hate him. There's really no in between, and Belichick, same thing. I think it's really, and then who doesn't want to see the underdog? You know, if you don't have a dog right. in the fight, why wouldn't you just root for the underdog? I normally would. No, let's say it wasn't the Pets. Let's say the Chiefs, for example, got got in instead, and it was Falcons Chiefs. But what do you think would be the case then? Would would people still go more Falcons, or I mean, that would be a closer call, right? I think it would be I don't closer. Think I would watch it if it were Falcons Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it would be the the interest would be significantly lower. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I'm I, just talking about rooting interest. But ro- as far as rooting interest. interest, I still feel the Fal- most people root for the Falcons because the Falcons are more explosive, more points. Style you know, play is more exactly. exactly. I'm just trying to think if the Falcons are a team to root for in general because against most teams they might play in, in a game like this because, well, that was almost Midwestern though I said that game, a game. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, in a game like this because... They ha- I guess they have been to the Super Bowl once before, didn't win. But they don't have a huge history of yeah. being... People aren't sick of them. Like you said, people do like an underdog or like a, a big story. Like has happened in the last couple of major sports championships. The Cubs win, been forever. Um, the Cleveland. Cavs win, been forever. Yeah. Never won. So the Falcons have never won a Super Bowl. So is that... I'm just kind of thinking people would be rooting for them against most of the teams. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, the city as a whole only has one championship. So just that the 90s Braves championship. The 95 right? Against Braves, my yeah. Cleveland Indians. Really. So, Is that the only one? The Braves only won one World yeah. Series? Wow. Uh, unless you count like college, but no, no. who's counting that? So, Also, has Georgia Tech ever won anything? I'm not sure. Is that in Atlanta? Yeah. Georgia Tech. yeah. Okay. So, well, you know, I'm just considering like... Ohio State. No, no, it's got to be, you know, a professional we're talking about. Right, 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 right. So that's the only one. So, yeah, I guess they would. But me personally, I just have no interest in them because of that, to be honest. Because they have no history, this Super Bowl is very blah to me. Because we could have had so many options that had history behind it. Could have been Rodgers versus Brady. It could have been Packers Steelers. It could have been, you know, I don't know. It could have been Seahawks Patriots again. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that have history behind it, and then we got the Falcons. Right. No offense to people in Atlanta. But you can't say that, you know, get... You, you know they're coming for you. Well, it's Atlanta's year, it just seems to be. Like, they got yeah, everything... they a lot of dubs this year. Yeah. Gucci Mane's out of jail. Gucci Mane's out of jail. Gucci Mane came out with an album. Migos' cool. album is crazy. Atlanta, the show was amazing. That's true. Uh, won, a, won an award, I think. Yeah, so... Future's in a Falcons jersey to his child. Yeah. Every every rapper in Atlanta was in a Falcons jersey during that championship game. I was like, geez, no, like, where's Lil Wayne when we need him? Right. He's, he's the only Packers fan that I know. <laughs> so, oh, he's from New Orleans, anyway. But he's yeah. a famous Packers fan. Right. Right. I remember he made that, that song dissing yeah. Ike Taylor back yeah, in the Super yeah. Bowl. It was pretty funny. But anyway, yeah, like, I, well, I guess so, yeah. So it's interesting to see who people root for or how much interest there'll be in this game. Maybe I'm a little more interested than you guys, or at least in you, Marv. I think this will be a, a pretty decent game, even though yeah, I'm sick right. of the Pats, yeah. too. But yeah, so you are a young, young uh, wardrobe malfunction there. I'm happy the Steelers didn't get in, though, and then, so I'll take yeah, the Pats over them. But. It is good for me to see a new a new team in, uh, like Atlanta. It's a little more interesting, at least, rather than being Pats. Uh, well, and that's the thing too. You you say know, the Pats, NFL has the most parity of any leagues, uh, of any of the major leagues, but like, well, do we though? There is no, more parity so, in so the this NFC. This party is really exciting. Yeah. The NFC, yeah. The NFC does seem to have more parity. The NFC every year is Pats or Steelers or occasionally Ravens or Broncos. Colts when they then or Manning Payton, then, whatever then, team Peyton's yeah, on. Then right. Broncos now. So there's no parity there. It's there's one of like four quarterbacks that are in, or even like three quarterbacks that are in every year. Yeah, literally. Anyway, though, guys, I mean, we've been doing this podcast, Mr. Relevant, all season, since last season even, but all season we did it, and I think we did a pretty good job, right? Yeah, I think we did um, a pretty you know, good I like job. No, don't like to toot our own horn too Pat much. Pat ourselves on the back. But I think we we deserve it, and you know, we we're really smart at football. We know football real good, you know. 
Absolutely. Like there's experts out there. These experts on TV and online and stuff, they don't know it as good as we do, right? No. And just kind of to prove that, I think, I don't know, maybe there's new listeners who didn't listen preseason. We did episodes even predicting what was going to go on. And I think we should just kind of uh, drop a clip in here of one of those episodes where we were predicting the Super Bowl and, and predicting what was going to happen in this season. And, and people can just see how and to be clear, smart we are. This is an archival footage. Like, this this episode aired. You can go back. We got receipts. It, it is. Arch- I mean, it's archived if... if uh, right, right, right. I don't... Yeah, it's it's there. You could, you could... I mean, you could go back and just track it down and go to this clip and, you know, find the timestamp, whatever. What, we're not going to make you do all that work. We'll just play it for you just right drop now. drop it right and, in. And you can just see. So, let me just do that. So, guys, uh, it's... Uh, 2016. What what a crazy year, am I right, guys? I have so much hope for this upcoming presidential election. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, hope. I mean, I, I assume Hillary's gonna win in the landslide. Yeah, I'm just really excited, excited about that. Yeah. But anyway, this isn't a political show, of course. Okay. I know it's, it's the first episode we've done in a while, so you're rusty. But this is the, the football show. Yeah, of course. Right. Young, uh, what are you going by today, Young? Yep. Young Yup. Young Yup. Like Young it. Super Bowl parade for when the Cowboys <laughs> win the Super Bowl later, although every, we all know that's not my pick. You guys finished in last place, dude. Come on. You guys are I, not going to Super Bowl. I am so excited about Tony Romo and his fully repaired collarbone. <laughs> guys, I don't know. I think uh, I think Tony Romo's going to probably get uh, not not last uh, this season. I think we're going to be seeing the uh, Cowboys draft pick, Young Dak Prescott. That's fine. You know, I saw, I saw Dak at Mississippi State. I'm super excited for Dak. I, I, I predict if... If Dak has to come in, I predict a, a Pro Bowl year for him. And also, like, watch out for Zeke. I know when he was drafted, I was a little down on him, but like, I'm all in on this. You turn that around in the past turn, couple of yeah, months. I turn so that right around. I agree. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna eat MVP caliber season. Oh, he's gonna eat. And uh, well, you know who will have an MVP caliber season? Aaron Rodgers. Just saying. <laughs> That's a pretty you know strong. Yeah, hot take. Yeah, yeah exactly. Aaron Rodgers. And you know what, guys? I think. You know, you suspended the first four games, whether it's fair or unfair. It remains to be seen. It's debatable, but I think this guy, Tom Brady, I think he's still going to be good this year. Yeah, I think he's I pretty take, good. You know, yeah, I think he's, I think he's still going to be pretty good. 39 yeah. years old, I don't see him slowing down. I like. I can't see them not getting to the Super Bowl, even even missing Tom Brady for four games. I I, I don't see that stopping them from getting the one seed. I mean, yeah. should we just get into Super Bowl predictions? I guess right we now? might as well. I agree, with Patriots, and they're gonna get, get in the Super Bowl. Like, who else is even gonna challenge them? Like, you look across the AFC. What, what do you like? The Steelers. Steelers like, defense is isn't isn't good enough. No, I don't not think, that good to stop no. to stop Brady and his. Uh, Andy Reid, come on. Andy Reid. No, Plus, I mean he'll get to the playoffs, but Bell. nah. Yeah. Yeah, Love Bell. I mean, yeah, I could, I could see him getting injured in a Broncos with no Peyton. Nah, nah, Broncos, that's no, I mean, uh, we, we're just finding Do they out who they're... the playoffs this year? I don't you guys think? think? I don't think so. No With, uh, I'm getting across the wire here. They're, they decided they're going to start this guy, Trevor Seaman. Seaman, that's how we're pronouncing it. Se- I think Seaman okay. is the pronunciation. Sure. And no, that's... that's uh, No, they're, they're not going to get in the playoffs. No, fuck With Seaman uh, behind the home at QB. But what about this NFC? I mean, you've got your usual... The Packers, of course, always the threat to get back to the, to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got the Panthers from last year. What do you guys think about those Panthers? I the Panthers? Go ahead. Oh, no. I, I think they're frauds. I thought they were frauds all of last year. I think they're frauds again. So. It's, it's not a fraud thing for me. They lost all their corners, and they didn't do anything on their own line. I, I, I can see a step-back season from the, from the Panthers. As I think we can just say it. Panthers are going to go from first to, to worst in the NFC South. They might. I think they might they're going to finish at the bottom. But speaking of this NFC South, what do you guys think about this team, the Atlanta Falcons? Mm. I'm, I'm in the playoffs last year. I'm excited about the Falcons this year. That offense is going to be bonkers. Kyle Shanahan, like, at the end of the season, we're going to be talking about how great and what a fucking genius Kyle Shanahan is going to be. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a head coaching job at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, look who we got here. What, the Niners are bringing in Chip Kelly this year. I could see that Ugh. being one and done. I mean, I, yeah, it's brutal. I think, uh, who knows, maybe Shanahan goes over out west to the Niners. But first, assembles a great Falcon squad this year. Yeah, I think the Falcons are looking good, man. I mean, like you said, to piggyback off your point, Kyle Shanahan, he made Kirk Cousins look like a star. He's going to make Matt Ryan look like a, an elite quarterback this year so so, so do, do you think at the end of this year we're talking is Matt Ryan a lead do we get to have that conversation I think you do he damn, might be in the MVP damn, damn, discussion damn. with Aaron Rodgers 
with Aaron Rodgers. Got they him. move over Flacco. It's is Ryan Elite. Yep, it's yeah. a whole whole thing now. I don't know the I don't know the name Flacco that that makes that statement funny. <laughs> That's true. Ryan doesn't have the good ring to it. And uh, Matty Ice. We'll call him Matty Ice. Is Matty Ice Elite? Matty Ice. Ooh, that, that, good, that right? is really funny that way. That is good. Solid. Uh, yeah, NFC Super Bowl picture. Um, I don't know. You still got to watch out. I'm tempted to say the Cardinals, but that offense requires so much timing, and Carson Palmer is just old, man. They're going to take a step yeah, back. Yeah, I could see them taking huge a step big back, step, back. step back. Palmer's kind of sucks now, I think, and he's mm-hmm. not going to play well. I got high hopes for my uh, Tony Romo like Cowboys, but uh, what about Atlanta, dog? You know what? I think Atlanta, it's their year. Julio Jones. It's Julio Jones, and they got so many former Browns on the squad. Alex Mack at center now. Yeah. And when you when that's you pack your team of former Browns, you're Super Bowl bound. That's the old the old rhyme. Yep. This is true. Yep. That's this is true. Yeah, I think we could call it. I mean, week one hasn't even happened yet, but I think we could call it right now. Falcons, uh, Pats is about sure to be squaring off in Houston uh, Pats, Falcons, next my fix. All, all the my way fix. next year in 2017. If we yeah. even make it there, I mean, in my heart, it's Pats Cowboys, but I mean, realistically, it's Pats Falcons, right? Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, I would like my pack to get there. We might make it interesting, but... Mm-hmm. I think you yeah, guys I think do the make it interesting, but, there as well. but the Falcons... All right, so we're all yeah. agreed, and... Uh, all right, anyway, what else is going on? Week one over here. Well, there you have it, guys. I think uh, the tape was Jesus clear right Christ, there. Jesus Christ, we hit everything on the head. I didn't even remember. We hit it right there. I barely fuck. remember it either. Yeah. I mean, we were right on the Matt Ryan MVP train, the Falcons... Getting there against the Pats, so everything that happened to the Cowboys. So yeah, again, first episode, you can just tell that we we're really smart at football, and uh, there's no reason to question anything we say because we're all. Yeah, seems like we nail it every time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, anyway, another cool segment we we do on Mister's Relevant, and that's called Point Counterpoint. Mm. See if I take a nice pause in between, I get it right. I don't flub it as much. That was good. Prepare yourself. Charge it up. So, uh, point-counterpoint is where I, being the quarterback, you know, of the podcast, as you guys agree that I am, the quarterback has a lot of decision. They can run an option, for example. They could uh, run an option and scramble it themselves. But I'm not going to choose to do that right now. I'm going to get rid of this ball. But I choose where it goes to. I can hand it back. I could uh, toss it off. I could throw it downfield. Basically saying I can pick what happens in the play here. And this play is Falcons versus Pats. And I'm going to toss the ball to one of you to argue for one team. And then the other one gets the other one. All right, all right. So was that a uh, confusing analogy at all? I think I think we we got there with you. I think we could do this. Okay. I think so. Real, And maybe I'll drop in another uh, former clip of me screwing up how to say point-counterpoint. You're in Super Bowl form, man. Just so they know what we're talking about. But anyway, what should I do? I know now I have to make that decision. You know, the the defense is bearing down on me. I have to make the decision here. Who do I give uh, to argue for which team? I know Eric, as we mentioned before, loves Tommy Brady. Hmm. I know Morris is interested, but his, his team lost to the Falcons last week, so he might be not happy with them either. Both your teams play in the NFC. All right. Marv, I'm going to have you argue for the New England Patriots. Thank you. I will take that and accept that gladly. Okay. The Patriots are going to win their fifth Super Bowl under Tom Brady and Bill Belichick because they're Tom Brady and Bill freaking Belichick. They've only lost to one team in the Super Bowl, and that team is run by a human sack of laundry. His name is Eli Manning. Yep. And uh, I don't think Eli's playing for the Falcons this weekend. So, yeah. Uh, Also, you know, if we're getting to the X's and O's of it, I think the Falcons' defense, while it has been impressive in in this run in the playoffs and they they look really fast, I think the Patriots will slow that down. Um, Dan Quinn, who who was the defensive coordinator of the Seahawks that the Patriots beat a couple years ago, in that game, one thing I noticed is that Tom Brady picked apart that zone. While they won, you know, on kind of a controversial call at the end of the game, Tom Brady had a, had a great game. He, he didn't get picked up. I think he got picked off once, but um, it wasn't anything otherworldly with that defense, and that's a great defense. This only has the same scheme. I think Tom Brady can pick them apart through the air, and 
to be honest, the bad, the, the worst thing about this Falcons defense throughout the year was their run defense. So I think that Bill Belichick knows that he has to play ball control to keep the ball away from Matt Ryan's hands. Uh, I can see LeGarrette Blunt or Deion Lewis having a big game running the ball. And uh, whenever they're not running the ball, play action opens up and Tom Brady might just pick them apart. Chris Hogan, I can see Chris Hogan scoring maybe in a long touchdown. I just think the Patriots, off they, they just do everything so well on offense. They can take away what you do well. So what the Falcons do best, they score, they light up the scoreboard. I can see Bill Belichick just saying, you know what, you're not getting the ball. We're going to just run the ball down your throat. Mm-hmm. And our efficient quarterback, when we need pass it off, he's going to get it done. So that's why I got the Patriots wing. And I think they'll hold on enough on defense whenever the Falcons do get the ball. But I don't think they'll have it enough to, to keep up with the Pats. All right. And so, Eric, why is Marv so incorrect and the Falcons are going to win this game? So we're, um, we all agree that the anecdote about Bill Belichick, the thing you want to do, Bill Belichick's going to take away, he's going to take away your best player on defense. Uh, that's going to happen. Uh, if you set the over-under for Julio Jones' stat line at nine receptions, 70 yards, I'm taking the under. Like, that, that will happen. Okay. This Atlanta's offense is so juiced up. It's, it's got two running backs capable of both delivering the ball on the ground and receiving it and taking it for, like, so many extra yards once they get in space. They've got three receivers that you, you've barely heard of that are out here catching just, like, random passes. Those tight ends, I think, are going to eat this middle of New England secondary alive. Uh, Toilolo, etc., Matt Ryan's having an MVP caliber season. Wasn't he named the NFL, the league's MVP? Not is yet. That, is that's, that over yet? That happens on Saturday. Happens on Saturday. It seems, it seems, he seems like it's a he's gonna be, He's going to be carrying that MVP trophy into the right. Super Bowl with him. I'm gonna think, I think he's going to be full of confidence, and I think that offense is just that offense is a well-oiled machine. It's going to happen. They, they're strong on the offensive line in a way that Atlanta's never been before, uh, with Alex Mack, the best center in the league, who Cleveland let walk riding up there and on defense yeah they're they're facing another one of the best offenses uh of the season i think they ended up being the second second most efficient that's fine atlanta's defense has gotten better as the season came along they don't actually miss trufant for some reason uh which you would expect them to their safeties they're going to match up well with what new england likes to do which is those crossing routes over the middle they're missing gronk it hasn't mattered all season but when could it start to matter in the Super Bowl with that light on everybody with Gronk who's been there before? I think Atlanta's just ready for him, man. I hope you're right, to be honest, but okay, I, I, I don't know. So, it seems to be that the argument for New England is the consistency, especially of the dynasty, really, of Brady Belichick. And uh, the argument for Atlanta is that their offense is just so good and they can take advantage of some injured players. Namely, Gronk from New England not being there. Is that a concise way to put it? Yeah. Uh, I also think that the Patriots can take advantage of what Atlanta probably does worse, which is run Yeah, defense. he did say that. So. All right. So, the de- so defensively, right. So, that, yes, that, that's a good point. Um, the Patriots have a – so I was kind of saying last episode that – I think it was last episode that of all that at that point it was four remaining teams, but none of them have lights-out defense. Right. And this seems to be a more offensive year, playoffs-wise, so it seems like this will be probably a bit of a shootout. Yeah. What's weird about but, these two teams is that they just seem to, their defenses at least, they seem to be bend but don't break, where they give up right. a lot of yards, but they, they just tend to, you know, they're, they're able to outscore teams, but at the same time, like the Patriots, they finish number one in the league scoring defense. But it, that doesn't mean that they didn't give up chunks of yards in between the 20s. They gave up a Notably, lot. Notably, right? yeah. But they just tend to get it done when it counts. So And then offensively, both teams do break other defenses. Right. Break them open, like what happened uh, basically in both of their Not championship yeah. games. Yeah. And even like in the Texans game before that with the Pats, when Texans were hanging around a bit, they still, yep. Pats still put up plenty of points in the end. So it's this. I do. I am having a little trouble with this one. I I do. I don't think this is a lock either way. I think this is a tough game to to predict. But uh, we don't have to make make our final predictions to the very end. But another thing I maybe want to do. Can either of you guys pull up the maybe you can one can do 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 each of the teams I assigned you the schedule this year and let's see who had the tougher schedule and oh absolutely the tougher teams. I think I can tell you off the top of my head who has. I think probably Atlanta had the tougher schedule, but I'd still be interested to see it exactly. Sure. Because 
both of their divisions were a little competitive and just in terms of maybe not not great teams all around, but they yeah, I got the Falcons. had tough games. Bucks, Raiders, Saints, Panthers, Broncos, Seahawks, Chargers, Packers, Bucks, Eagles, Cardinals, Chiefs, Rams, Niners, Panthers, and Saints. Tough schedule. The Rams and Niners excluded. That is a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, it's Seeing a little brutal. Rental. Like even every week you play a team Seahawks, that's either great Denver, on offense or great on defense. Even like Panthers weren't as good this year. Cardinals weren't as good as they were the past year. But those are still tough games. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the Pats. The had, Pats opened the season at Arizona. Right. Beat the Dolphins. Beat the Texans. Lost to the Bills. Those were the with four Jacob without. Brissett. Yeah, those yeah. were the four without Brady. Then they've reeled off, you know, quite a run. Beat the Browns. Beat the Bengals. Beat the Steelers. Beat the Bills. Lost to the Seahawks. That was their last loss on November the thirteenth. They had two losses only this season. Yep. And the only one with Brady was that loss to the yeah. Seahawks. Then beat the Niners. Beat the Jets. Beat the Rams, beat the Ravens, beat the Broncos, beat the Jets, beat the Dolphins. Okay. And then they got the first round bye and were able to face Brock Texans, Osweiler. Texans, yeah. They, the, the one thing I'll say about the Patriots, while they've only lost two games this year, one with Brady, they have not played a quarterback. They've, they've gotten so lucky, man. Big Ben was their toughest yeah. competition. Yeah, was, we were going over this last, last episode. And yeah. he didn't have his best option, let Bell, and he's kind of sucked on the road all season. Yeah. Falcons so. defense did see Derek Carr, uh, Breeze twice, Cam twice. Aaron so who, who'd twice. they all lose Aaron to Rogers on that schedule? Twice. How many losses did they finish with? Four? Five, I think. Five. And, and, and I know they lost to, the to Seattle in a, a controversial way. They lost to the Bucs. They lost to Seattle. Uh, Bucks division. The Chargers beat them in overtime. That's That's got to be their biggest blemish, I would think. That was early uh, The Eagles beat them the last week that the Eagles were any good. Yeah. I think the next week the Eagles played Seattle and got the got beat the fuck. That's when Wentz was having his rookie. The Chiefs beat him on that two point months. conversion. That's true. That Matt Ryan threw the pick right. on the two point. So the so most of their losses, were, yeah, are, or if not all, were very close. Yeah, they didn't suffer any anything close to, to resembling a blowout this right. season. Rivers, holy shit, they played a lot of good quarterbacks. Yeah, man. That's why I, you know, I that's why this them. isn't really helping that much because this is pretty even. Yeah, I want them to win, man, because I don't want to see Tom Brady win another ring. Now, a wrinkle we haven't really gone into yet, Patriots-wise, is the whole Goodell thing. I mean, we mentioned that. It has to happen for that, right? But but how much much more do they want to win because of that, especially Brady? There's too much Bill Simmons in my life for me not to think that that isn't the, the, like... That he's preordained such a homer. He's such a homer. Year, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's like it's unbearable. The, the week that they're talking about the Falcons and the Packers, they big up the the Falcons O line. This week they talk about Falcons against the Patriots. They shit on the on the Falcons O line. Now who's that? What are you uh, him and Mike Lombardi. Okay. He's a fucking another Patriots fan. It's so fucking annoying. Mm. Cause it's just like, I get it. You're rooting for your home team, but come on, the Falcons, their O line has been some. So much better than it was last year, and you're just calling that the the weakest part of the team. I think they did big up that O line. No, uh, they, in the Packers. Day I listened for to, being, for for playing above their station, right? But they so they weren't good. supposed to be that good. They've been good all season, and Matt Ryan gets rid of the ball so fast. He does do that. So how are you? So how are you going to sit here and say, well, the Patriots should be able to get to him? Why they have all season? They've they, the O line has stood up and, and done a great mm-hmm. job. Yeah, I don't I get how the, now this is the weak part of their of their team. It is. I think it might be the weakest part of their team I uh, think, or their pass rush. Yeah, I I would think it's somewhere defensive at least would have yeah. to be considered. Like I don't think anything on that offense. Maybe the weakest part of their offense because Go. everything else is so great. Yeah, that's not saying much. Isn't the pa- the Pats alone the weakest part of their offense? Yeah, I think yeah, their receivers kind of. are still the weakest part of their offense. They don't have a great receiver. I guess if Bron- if Gronk was back, that right. would be less so. But I mean, they don't have a great receiver, but it, it, they don't really need to. It seems right. Like they, Brady they get, just they get it done. Yeah, we can't say that Chris that's a fucking Hogan had the same. Yeah. Kind now, of yeah, in your argument, you said maybe eleven. I I don't know if he's gonna have back to back big games like that. I, I think this is more of an Edelman situation, Super Bowl wise. But but I guess that that is the hope for the Falcons. So. In the two Giants games, at least the second of the two, was Gronk on the team in the first one? No. No. So in the in this in their last Super Bowl loss against the Giants, 
Gronk I either didn't play or was very limited in that. He game. was limited. He he that was his first game back so, from injury. Right. So that was a big um factor. Obviously. Yeah. Could that repeat? It could potentially. I don't know. Another thing they need to with get those to two Brady. Giants games, the blueprint to beat Brady is you get pressure pressure without blitzing. And the Falcons will not be able to do that. Vic Beasley and mm-hmm. uh the ghost of Dwight Freeney and whatever other spare parts you want to throw at that yeah. Patriots O line. I but what, I don't see what the Falcons did best against Russell Wilson and um, Aaron Rodgers was that they sent, they had a lot of quarter blitzes and mm-hmm. that threw off the game plan. Brady needed quarter blitz a lot, and they're really fast, so that's yep. why they could get to the actual quarterback with the corner blitz. But I don't know. I think Brady's gonna pick him apart. Yeah, I would like. I hope I'm wrong. The Falcons gotta try playing like the Steelers really aired by staying in their zone defense like the whole game, which feeds right into Pat's hands with the way they throw the ball. So I think the Falcons would look at that and be like, we need to press these these guys, right? It's, it's hard to say with these little guys that are shifty, but they have to try to play more men and maybe give up a big player too, but not just get the Brady style of just 15-yard chunks at a time, 20 yards. I worry the field, with this defense. Wasting time, you know. The, the zone three is what they do. Atlanta should be zone six, but so. So this, I mean, the the way this this conversation's turning, it is leaning me a little more toward New England. I think. I think so. With this defense now, now here's a weird, uh, not weird, I guess, but just a random. You know, the Super Bowl they yeah, throw out all types of random facts and stats and everything. The the Pats and the whole, not just the Belichick era, but uh, era, but the whole Super Bowl. Anytime they made the Super Bowl, anytime they played a team that was an animal name, they beat them. Anytime they played a team that was a non-animal name, they've lost. Yep. Which was the Giants twice and the Packers before. But then they beat the Panthers, Eagles, Rams, etc. They um, lost to the Bears in 85, to be fair. Fair. The, the Patriots. Oh, but you mean Belichick-led Patriots. No, I was talking about the Pats in general. I don't I don't recall them. Uh, they okay, lost. I, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, they lost in So 85. this stat I, I read was uh, was incorrect then. I, I forget that was a game. I was thinking that first Super Bowl was against the Packers. No, eighty five. With that a was... coach named Bill. That's that old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Bill Parcells. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe maybe there was like a little asterisk there, and I didn't see that. There, there could be a bunch of asterisks next oh, to what the there is precedence to lose to an animal <laughs> team. <laughs> um, Alright, well that's just a fun thing. Who do you guys have for uh, MVP? I mean, this may give away your prediction, but do, uh, did, who do you think way. is the best best chance on both besides a quarterback? Besides a quarterback. I think Julio Jones could walk away with it from Atlanta, and I think Malcolm Butler could walk away with it from New England. Okay, if a player on the defense. offense gets it, interesting. If a player on the offense gets it, it's going to be one of those quarterbacks or or Julio, right? Or maybe like Devonta has like seven. That's seven what I'm thinking. Running, running, running back, that's what I would even on the Pats, if it's a non QB, if it's not Brady, maybe they they do run the game plan where they um, run it a lot. They take a lot of time with the clock. Maybe Blunt gets two three score or something like that, and they have to give it to him. Yeah. That could be an outside chance. Butler or something is interesting, though. Now, who won it that, the year that... Um, was it Brady that got Brady. it that year that Butler made the interception? Beat the did he? Seahawks. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't give it to Butler for that one play, no. even though it was a play of the game. But realistically, I, 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 I would have to uh, say an 80% chance that the, the winning QB gets it. Yeah, if it's I the mean, type of game we think it's going to be offensive minded right. game. But like, let's say let's say the Falcons sort of it's pretty. Let's say they win and they reproduce what they did against the Packers, where Julio Jones went off, mm-hmm. but Matt Ryan went off. Mm-hmm. Do you still give it to Matt Ryan? I think they would give it to Julio if he uh, over Ryan in the event that he's the, like the only one that scores touchdowns in the game, or one long play by him. Yeah, if a hundred Matt changer. Ryan's passing yards are Julio Jones, uh, like yeah. yards after catch, then probably. But I mean, even if he scores one, two touchdowns, even. But then if someone else does. Ryan spreads it around like he does a little more. Then I don't think Julio will get it. But maybe the the scenario I'm thinking of is something like you know that Steelers Cardinals Super Bowl where it ended up the Steelers won at the end anyway. But mm-hmm. but at one point it looked like the Cardinals. We're gonna win because Fitzgerald had that huge play running yeah, down the field. Yeah, I remember. Like if something, if something like, like that happens, happens and okay. it's Julio Jones in the Fitzgerald role, okay. and then they hold on to win the game. Yeah, that's like a type of game-changing play that could give him the MVP. I'm okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I was about to bring up actually Larry Fitzgerald. Like if the NFC Championship last year, 
No, I'm sorry, the divisional round last year, when the, they Packers beat the Packers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. If that had been the Super Bowl, that's that's a Larry Fitzgerald trophy, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, next up, Larry Fitzgerald deserves to play in a fucking Super Bowl again. <laughs> well, he needs to go over the Pats. <laughs> get off the, Seriously. get off the. Uh, all he's not. Uh, Brady doesn't really ha- ever have a weapon like him. Oh, I guess Randy Moss, but uh, the one year. But is this the worst fourteen and two team you've ever seen? No. Well, I don't know. What are other famous fourteen and two teams? I guess it's kind of. I'm just saying, like they, they lucked out, man. They played. They bring the little... worst slate of quarterbacks. They get a first round buy, then they get kind of get like a second round buy. And then they played the uh, Steelers team. There was a 14-2 and two Atlanta team in, like, 2011, 2012 that, yeah. I, that I was out on the whole time. I think that might be it. I just feel like... What about the Panthers last year? They yeah, were 15-1. and one Yeah, I thought the Panthers weren't that great, but they actually beat some legit teams. Like, I can't... In the playoffs, they beat legit, legitimate teams. Sorry, I can't doubt Are you them. leaning toward the Falcons now? This no, year? no, no. I'm leaning toward the Pats. But my point is... They've gotten to this point, and I think it's been the easiest, softest Super Bowl run I've ever seen. Yeah. No, yeah, slate-wise, slate of games-wise, yeah. I mean, and it was the beginning say of the it. season with no Brady. Yeah, but. people don't say it because, you know, they love Brady and whatever, but I think it's been such a soft schedule. I still picked them to win just based off of Belichick and Brady, though. So that's my prediction. Ugh, I can't see it going either way, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, so the game's in Houston, right? So by that token, you, you're talking about the uh, Southerners uh, sticking together. Is there going to be a – are the people at Houston all, all about Atlanta now? Cause of the, I don't know, man. Um, Houston – Because they have a team, obviously. Houston is like the Atlanta of the Southwest. Oh, oh yeah. But... Is that on their, uh, their, uh, their <laughs> billboard when you go into town? <laughs> That's a slogan. But the Pats are such a public team, I – and but people hate the Falcons. Patriots, though. Yeah, yeah and they yeah, beat sure. their team, their hometown team. I yeah, guess, they just lost to them too. You're right. You're right. So I think maybe... the crowd, the well, the Super Bowl crowd, apparently, from everything I hear, is isn't. It's like filled with a bunch of people that don't care anyway, or corporate people. So yeah, it's not like a, a huge fan fire. base. So maybe rooting interest, you go sixty forty Falcons, based on proximity. I would think also proximity. I would also think. Although, like the South is big, like. That's an 18-hour drive. Right, but, I mean, you know, they got planes. You could pop over on one, on one, one of those. But, uh, but also, I'm thinking, uh, corporate people aside, random people aside, just of the two fan bases showing up, probably since the Falcons are, it's like a new thing for them, first time in a long time. Yeah. Um, Atlanta sports in general, though, their sports teams haven't been doing well recently, so, I, I mean, the Hawks, whatever. But I, I think maybe it's like a big event for some people to come to the game where the Pets, every other... Every three years, they're in it, so their fan base at this point is not probably not all jumping on the plane to, yeah. to fly out to Houston. Yeah, place. I can see that. I can see it being a pro Falcons crowd, but I don't know if the crowd is really gonna affect. You the think Ti, Young Jeezy, the Migos, Future? Do you think they show up? You so think who has a, shows up? Who has a better celebrity uh, backing, the Falcons or the uh, or the Patriots? One hundred percent the Falcons. What, well, are they, <laughs> what are the names I just well, said? Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends. Like, uh, I guess. Rap wise or hip hop wise, yeah, probably obviously the Falcons, but but we're talking celebrities in general. Boston is filled with you know all these actors. They got more Affleck, Affleck, Wahlberg, Affleck, Damon, yep, and white it. actors who stay getting in yeah. trouble. Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm just that's saying. right now. That, there's the whole Trump scenario. Yeah, that yeah, they Atlanta got to do this now. for the rest of us. That's it why I'm. It that's really, why it really is like uh, to be honest. Like that's really the, that's one of the main reasons I'm rooting for the Falcons. Uh, t- Trump's going to be tweeting out like this Matt Ryan is a disgraceful seriously probably the, the worst quarterback to, to ever make the Super Bowl what are the chances that if Atlanta wins he tries to change the result of the Super Bowl by executive order <laughs> so See, I said, can put a, I, put said a phone call. I said in that clip that this is not a political podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's getting back not, not yeah but just talking about like whatever shit other events that go on at the Super Bowl not related to the game Who, who's the um, halftime performer Lady Gaga. Well, yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah, I'm not Lady excited Gags. for that. I actually really am. Really? I heard a rumor that she wanted to perform on the, on the roof of the whatever dome that is where Houston Texans play. That's got to be open, though, I would think. Right? I don't know. How would that even work? How would people be in the stadium watching it? I don't know. Uh, She's weird. From I love screen? her. I, I have no idea. I mean, it sounds... In, it was intriguing when I, is, when I heard is it. Is she going to have some type of... 
I mean, since we're going down this path anyway, with a Lady Gaga type, I would <laughs> never stop pronouncing it that way. I would. Um, I will. I will confess. I did not make that up. Uh, a comedian. Uh, I know. Uh, says that. That's where I got it from. Uh, Jimmy Pardo. Anyway, Lady Gaga is probably going to. Or, or there's a good chance she might throw in some political type of rhetoric into this performance. I would think. Uh, with, with uh, how they, yeah, I could definitely see that with the with how the country is right now. Well, and that's like she yeah. does that. Yeah, she I does stuff like that anyway, right? I could Didn't she like that. rock like a, a dress made out of meat or yep. something? Yeah. Yes, she did. So that's what I know about her. I love that woman. Yeah, so so you're fine with that because I was gonna the question I was next gonna pose was given your choice, who would you want to be performing at, at the Super Bowl if you got to decide? Oh, I got who I wanted last year. You what? Say again. Beyonce. Okay. Uh-huh. Beyonce. Uh, that was the one last year, right? Okay. I'll say Travis Scott. It's in Houston. Get mm-hmm. some trap music down there. Some, some mm-hmm. you know, some mm-hmm. South. Yeah! Party on a Sunday. Honestly, uh, what, I, what I really want is just like time machine or a hologram or like a resurrection device to get Pim C back, to, back, back in our lives. Oh, that would be amazing. So you'd have, to re- you'd have to resurrect him from the dead. <laughs> it's in Houston. Great. We got Bun B already right there. Is Bun B going to be Probably. Huh? He might show up, Bun B. I mean, it's in Houston. Bun oh, B's he's definitely going to be there, yeah. Absolutely. Probably rooting on his, you know, the cousin, uh, Atlanta. That, that would be interesting if they yeah. bring up the, cor- <laughs> the reanimated corpse of Pimp C. That'd be great. <laughs> He'll probably still be drinking that, what do they call it, that Texas tea? Always. Hold on. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I got so, a Texas rap. What, so you really are... Young, uh, young wardrobe malfunction over here. You really do like this this pop music. Like you're, you're happy with the choices they make with Gaga and Beyonce and all this. Yeah, I like excellent pop music played by powerful women. Yeah. The aren't you? Like. I, I thought you were gonna say like some girl punk or something. I like, do like girl punk. Thing, I right? love girl punk. <laughs> so let's say we're throwing out these uh, big name A list artists. What's the girl punk uh, band you would want in? And they're playing the Super Bowl. The girl 52 punk. next year. Honestly, a Rilo Kylie reunion. That's what I want. Okay, I didn't know that was considered girl punk, but... Jenny Lewis, that's the thing. Okay, yeah, I like Jenny Lewis. Uh, that'd be... I'd rather see her than, than Gaga in this thing. Honestly, Sam, but this is Riley Kylie's like, my favorite band. That's fine. Um, yeah. Okay. And Marv, you just want some hard trap. Travis yeah, I just Scott. want some Travis Scott. Let's get some Travis in there. That, that's, my, that's my choice. I would accept a Travis Scott halftime show. That'd be great. Also, Atlanta's playing. Why is Future not doing the halftime show? Yeah, someone, something else. I mean, they did it at the Georgia Dome, the last game there. Yeah, uh, yeah. They went out in style. Those bastards. I don't know. I mean, this <laughs> this conversation is going going down. Yeah. It seems like this Marvin, is no longer a football podcast. You guys, also, you guys, Marv, you said you came into this disinterested in talking Super Bowl, and now you're, yeah. you actively appear to be falling asleep. Yeah. I, I I just don't really care about the game. Yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to whatever Super Bowl party I end up at and whatever food I I you know All right, partake yeah, so in that day. That's a good point. I mean, we got a couple minutes left here on the podcast. What what's the best Super Bowl uh, chow? I want to hear the vegetarians' point of view here. I will right, we'll start with young young veggie over here. <laughs> Y'all are from above the Mason Dixon line, stick. so you don't know, so you can't be more faulty. southern stuff. Cheese dip. Cheese dip. Yeah. No, no. Listen, I think they have that up, up in the up in Yankee country. Do yeah. they? Do they? Because I live in New York and I can't find it anywhere. She, well, well you got to get some homemade cheese. cheese. Yeah, you make it yourself, right? What, what is it? What, what what's the southern style? It's just melted that? cheese. You use either it. like the Mexican white cheese, or you use water. like a block of Velveeta, and then you sprinkle real cheese on it. Yeah, Dude, I've seen and people then, make uh, that. Rotel the like can. My uh, so my homeboys girl, wife, whatever. She made this um, buffalo cheese dip last year. Mm. Yeah. Oh my god, that was amazing. Ooh, they're gonna. But have it has to be out. homemade. It has to be homemade. You can't just homemade. buy cheese dip. You gotta make it with love, man. That's, right. That's where you it's get good. it. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna change your life. Double boiler. What is it? Uh, yeah. So you, glass bowl. That's where you melt the cheese. Then the pot under it. That's where you have the water. So you don't burn the cheese. Right. Okay. It's like uh, like so they do it. They do it like catered things where they put chafing dish with water or hot water underneath it that sort of thing to keep it sort of like it sort, sort of like that yeah okay. it's, a, it's a principle yeah 
We so you're letting our listeners know how to actually make this cheese. I'm letting our listeners know how to act right, yeah. All right, cool. Would you put some, like, chopped tomatoes in that? Or is yeah, that, you would. That's not yeah, you would. Okay, tomatoes, right? jalapenos. Yeah, that sounds and pretty good. Pepper, pepper. Over here. Yeah, that does sound good, man. What about, do you guys, like, artichoke dip? I do like artichoke dip. I do dip. like artichoke dip, yeah. That's pretty good. I had some blue crab dip the other day. That was... Fuck yeah. It's very tasty. I'm with that. Yeah, dip-wise. What, and then, I don't people get wings or whatever, I guess. I love wings. That's probably my favorite go-to Super Bowl bar, diner, food. My favorite Super Bowl food, like, memory. I had, uh, like, one of my best friends back home. Like, we didn't have anything to do, and, like, we didn't, like, really want to hang out with our other friends on the Super Bowl. We just each got 50 of the, like, hottest kind of wing they had at Wingstop. It was... The next day was the worst day of my life. <laughs> you but, ate all of them? What Super Bowl Yeah, we each ate 50. Um, Jesus. It was the first Broncos one. Uh, uh, ever? <laughs> no, uh, Broncos Seahawks. Oh, that was terrible. Okay, that was the New York one. Terrible game. game yeah. I would, um, yeah, I would rather eat, try to eat 50 hot wings and watch that game again. But I could not What's eat What's your that. favorite? Yeah, what do you do? So, with wings, real quick, I'm... Even with you said with that buffalo dip, I know it sounds good or whatever, but I just really don't like buffalo sauce. I do. The flavor yeah, of very it. much do. I don't dislike spicy food. I but I like like a chipotle or something mm. wing or okay. like a even I don't know with wings I kinda like a sweet like a honey barbecue or a honey mustard or something. I just don't like the something about the buffalo sauce like has a certain taste that I just don't really like, care for that much. I, I do like the like straight I'm up barbecue right wing. Yeah. You're you're not alone in that. Said said the vegetarian, but I wasn't always one. But uh, I don't know. No, I'm trying to think what I what I even normally would go for. I mean, people go order pizza, whatever. That's boring. Uh, boring, Super boring answer. Wow, the question turned on myself. Yeah, man. He wasn't ready for the spotlight. He was. I mean, normally I just get really drunk and yeah, eat whatever is there. But uh, well, first and so first beer, of all, on beer, this, beer's, on, an, on, beer's an acceptable the, answer, man. During the Super Bowl, it's it's light <laughs> beer. You you can't be eating all that food and light drinking beer. like actual beer. Uh, uh I would uh. Agree, not, disagree. <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, I, I, I uh, would probably not go for like. I mean, if I, I went somewhere and that's all they had, sure. But usually, you bring you bring a six pack or something. I, I would at least start with one or two decent uh, beers. Guys, it's a big deal here. Beyonce's having twins. With Damn. Twins. Yeah. At, Breaking at, news. At the Super Bowl, is she gonna have to give birth? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, I think she. Uh, She's pregnant with yeah, twins now. Yeah, she is prego with twins. We were just talking about Beyonce, so I felt, hey, why not? Yeah, important. This is Super Bowl, man. This is an event. This is this isn't just a football. Game. And just, what oh, a by the way, weekend for them. Hold on, yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, isn't Beyonce from Houston? By the way, yes, yep. she is. She is. Wait, she's tied this thing all together. Jesus Christ, Wait, that's why you're the quarterback. Together. That's right, up top. God damn it. And uh, all right, she said, Marv just gave me a high five for the listener. If you couldn't tell what that was, yeah. And uh, that's that's what you do at a good play, <laughs> especially like back in the '90s when two guys made a good play. They combine on a sack, they get up and jump up and high five each other. High five. So that's the way we do it. So, all right, let's wrap this sucker up. Official predictions, score and uh, winner from each of you. We'll start with uh, you, Young, uh, Young Cheese Dip. Each team's going to score over 24. So let's say 60. 60 points. MVP is going to be... Wait, but what's the score? Oh, uh... Well, the question was, what's the... 33 Give the score of the game. And oh. who, who is winning? Uh, the Patriots, and the MVP is going to be Tom Brady. Okay. So you couldn't hear over that alarm that just Sorry. went off. Yeah. Uh, you said Pats, 33. 33. 27. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And MVP, MVP Tom Brady. What about you, Mar? Uh, I'm going to go Pats. Pats, 35. Falcons... Falcons 28, 35-28, MVP, the golden boy, Tom Brady. Hmm. All right, I'm going to say I was pretty, I was getting pretty swayed to, to riding with the Pats for, uh, you know, kind of obvious reasons, and things were saying better defense, able to take advantage of the Falcons' defense, Belichick, Brady, they're angry, all of this, but I've had a last-second change of heart. I'm going to take the Falcons to win, reason being... I'm really believing in this, not to New Year's 2017, whatever, but in the past kind of cycle of sports championships, like I kind of mentioned, I'm really believing in this. The teams this past 12 months, whatever, 
that are more of the underdog or that are at least more of the city hasn't won in a long time. Teams of destiny. Teams of destiny. I think it's going to keep rolling, and I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons to win Super Bowl 51 mm. by a score of 34 to the Patriots, 31. MVP of the game, Julio Jones, on a type of play like I mentioned before, breaking it open at the end with a long touchdown. What's up? Right. Do it for the culture. Yeah, for the culture. I hope you're right. I really do. I think we Me all do. I, I, we will. Like, even even, this. even uh, you know, Tom's main squeeze. Are you even, uh, just right before we wrap this thing up and, and we uh, see you next in the offseason, faithful listener, are you still with Brady like this, Eric? Or I mean, you yeah, I really like Cam watching Newton. great football players like play. But it's not your football. favorite, right? I'm no, he's not my favorite. All right. So, so who's your favorite? My favorite football player? Cam? Probably or quarterback, Cam. at least. So it is Cam, right? Okay. So favorite athlete, LeBron. Yeah. Favorite quarterback, Cam. Yeah. Boy, you root for Brady, but you don't want him to win this. I don't want the Patriots to win. Yeah. All right. There you have it. That's going to do it for the regular or the NFL season, uh, whatever this is, 2016 season of Niffle football for Mr. Zerrelevant. We Wipe will be back at some point. Uh, the tears. Yes, uh, tissues for everyone. Tissues and uh, for everyone. we'll try to be back in the next couple of weeks at least with at least one episode, uh, uh, you know, recapping everything. If you guys are down, of course. But stay on the lookout for anything coming out from the Brooklyn Rebound feed. Stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound. There's some more basketball episodes coming out. There's one came out recently. Even a Game of Thrones episode recently, if you're you know into it. that sort of thing. With my hand of the king of the pot over here, young. It's your boy, young hand of the king of the Young pot. hand. And uh, maybe someday Marvel do a wrestling podcast like I want him to do. It may happen. It so may happen. look out for all that. Stay subscribed. If you want to hit us up, podboysproductions at gmail.com. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everyone. Eat wings, do whatever you do, eat dip, and we're out of here. Peace. I just hit a three-peat. Fuck three hoes I met this week. I don't do no O-hoes. My nigga, that's a no-no. She just wants the Don't you open up that window